Welcome to Brain Boom, the only podcast that provides daily actionable and science-backed self-improvement tips from people like you who practice what they say and live what they do. Let's start leveling up your life with Matt West. What's going on, Matt? It's Fritz. Hey, Fritz. How's it going? Good, good, bro. Just finished up lunch. Feeling good. Feeling energized. How's it going with you? I'm doing well. Same. Likewise. Yeah, whatever whatever we focus our energy on is, is important because there's only certain things like externally that would motivate us. So it's really about what I, what I always talk about is really focusing on what matters most to you and what are the things you would do that you wouldn't even need to have external motivators, whether that's money or recognition, that you would wake up and you, you're like, I'm, I'm doing this because I love to do it. You know what I'm saying? No, most definitely. I mean, that's what my purpose is every single day. I mean, before I go to sleep, I make sure that I have a success list to write down the things that I want to accomplish throughout the day, the next day, right away. And I think that's what's um, really driven me to, to get to where I'm at today. I mean, that keeps me accountable, that keeps me very consistent at the same time. In return, while documenting my journey, you know, you inspire, motivate other people around you, which is a, a great thing. And that's what I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And so today's episode, what I really want to just focus on is really looking at the question of what our purpose is, right? We hear that a lot, like, oh, find your purpose. But essentially, it's, it's not really about finding your purpose or your passion. It's about what is going to provide you that energy that's going to have you energized and really align yourself with that. So I want to hear more about your story, your journey, and how that kind of ties into that concept. Right. So let's, I mean, story can go way back. Um, when I was brought up um, back in the Philippines, I was born and raised in the Philippines um, in Manila, Caloacan City. You know, we weren't, you know, the best shape in life. Uh, it's a third world country. Um, I get to see my parents struggle, both of my parents. Uh, my dad was a tricycle driver. Um, it's uh, basically a form of, uh, I would like to say, a transportation that is kind of like indigenous in some sort of way. It's basically just a a tricycle, meaning it's a motorcycle, and then they built in a side cart right next to it, and then that transport people from street to street, from neighborhood to neighborhood, pretty much. That's what my dad do. Like, um, you know, when I was a little kid, seeing my dad struggle um, getting the tires flat, and then he has to vulcanize it. He's a one-man team, basically, to to keep the sustainable income for, for the family, right? So. Mm -hmm. He's hustling day in, day out from, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning and it doesn't come home until 10 p.m. And for me, that's just crazy. And I don't see him until he gets home and he's really tired. And this is no days off. This is from Monday to Sunday, every single day. And I get to see him that years and years and years, you know, but um, that's just. So he was working on. hard. Yeah, he was working hard. And I, I think a lot of people uh, think that just putting in long hours and working extremely hard is going to reap the benefits. And that right there shows you that regardless of how hard you work, 
it, it doesn't always amount to That's really right. connecting to what, what was meaningful to you and then providing impact and value. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, that was just, that was the opportunity that he had back then, right? Right. So, but I got to give it props to him, to be honest with you, bro. Um, when after he does that for years and years, I didn't know that he had some sort of financial plan with himself when it comes to actually investing to more motorcycles to, to actually um, ended up having, I think, six to seven different motorcycles that or tricycles now that he rented out. Um, to the fellow driver. So he has this entrepreneurial mindset already that I didn't even know about. So he created a business out of nothing. After years and years and decades of hard work, he actually did that. So he stopped doing um, the driving, but now he created a business out of it. Now, to nice. the point where my mom got inspired too. My mom quit her job and then uh, she just basically created this store. It's called Sari Sari Store in the Philippines. It's like basically a small store that you sell any type of um, product like from cigarettes from drinks from snacks from ice um, like literally just like an ice in a plastic bag and people will still buy that like you know and a bunch of candies and whatever it might be it's just called Sari Sari store which stands for mix mix or anything that goes on into it and she just created that right next to our house like literally a small store and then you know they created a living out of it for me to be able to see that um, that, that just inspires me because not only they're doing this for the family, but, you know, they're sleepless nights, bro. Like seeing your parents struggle just for us to, to be able to, to eat and to be able for us to go to school, that, that gives me a sense of, I would like to say, um, not an accomplishment, but like gratefulness within my family and my faith and my love to them. It just goes beyond it. But that's um, powerful, that gratefulness, and they use that challenge and they use it as an opportunity. And that, that's key. I think when, when people are listening is looking at your challenges as opportunities. And that's exactly what they did or sounds like what they did. So right. tell me tell me a little bit more about what you currently do. So I'm a serial entrepreneur based here in Chicago. I own multiple different businesses from restaurants, from clothing line, from digital um, marketing agency, and also a staffing agency. So a little bit of everything in well-diverse um, industries. Um, but I mainly focus on, because a lot of people always uh, wonder, like, Fritz, what is it that you do exactly? My <laughs> business, right? Because I'm into multiple different industries already. Um, but before I spread out, I made sure that I was focused on one thing, and that was social media marketing. Um, just a little bit of background, when I first um, really focused on Instagram marketing and just lead generation throughout it, is that back in 2012, uh, I was still in college during this time, and I capitalized on, on developing multiple different pages throughout the fitness industries. So I created hundreds and hundreds, thousands to millions of followers from just basically posting, you know, workout videos, diet plans, and fitness motivation, whatever it might be. They started monetizing it by basically shouting out and featuring um, fitness clothing lines or fitness enthusiasts or fitness models that wants to gain a little bit more brand presence and followers to their services that they offer, which is the online coaching or diet plans, which I eventually did also. Remember this, I'm, a, I'm just a college kid, 19, 20-year-old kid. Now, I'm, I'm already making thousands and thousands of dollars and just doing the online training and online coaching to these people. And that's what I did back then. And then to tie into where I got me today, I did that every single day for the past maybe seven, eight years now. 
that I've been grinding out before I got to the different uh, investments that I got into right now. So eventually after I did the Silicon Valley um, um, opportunity that I got into for the startup company that is in the fitness industry, I was only supposed to be going only there for becoming a fitness ambassador, right? For basically just promoting the product and shouting them on, on my page mm-hmm. and um, getting paid for it, right? But eventually... I got it. That's why I love startups. Uh, eventually, I, I, I get into it and I look at the whole structure that the company has. It's basically three other people and just, I think, four or five other people in the warehouse just running this, this fitness line. It's just supplement line. It's a, it's a fat burner tea line, right? And then um, I was like, wait, what? I, I thought there was going to be a lot more people. That's like running. 150 people in the, in the warehouse, <laughs> but it's, it was only three people in there. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what I was got. I, I was like, I was fascinated about it because um, the numbers that he showed me, they were they were in the high six figures right away. I was like, oh wow, this is amazing. Wow. Then I checked it out. It's like literally just him, um, the CEO, and then like three other guys that's running it. That they, you know, just everything that they're doing is just basically so simplified to the point where like I was like, what? This is a three-man show running like uh, almost a multi-million-dollar company, right? Or getting close to that, and mm-hmm. I, it just like fascinated me. But anyways, like when it came out there, I was like, okay, this is a lot of work, but at the same time, everyone's just getting by. But at the same time, everyone's just like not really doing any type of work except for just the the content that they're providing to the audience. So I was like, okay, it's either the product is really good, that's why people are buying it. Or this guy rigged me and showed me uh, like some type of numbers and analytics that, that doesn't really reflect upon the business. But long story short, I got into it to the point where I saw that they're spending hella money when it comes to uh, budgeting and, and the ads and um, Instagram and Facebook ads. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay. So they're spending a lot of money now, but the profit return is not reflecting back and they're losing a lot of money. So this guy is in debt. So I looked at it closely. I was like, and I talked to him straight up. I was like, bro, why do you keep hiring this new people and bringing me on board while you can't even afford it? And he was like, yeah, I was just hoping that it's going to scale up. I think I scaled up too quick. I don't know what to do. That's why I brought you on, man. Like, I thought we were going to be bros and you're going to be running this with me and all this stuff together. So I was like, man, I came out there for a different reason. Uh, This was just an opportunity for me. I checked it out, but long story short, basically from becoming just like an initial from um, fitness ambassador, I became the chief marketing officer of the company. I took the company out of the hole, and I made, I think, the company a little bit over 250000 just quarter mil- a little bit over a quarter million in the first four months that I worked with him. And then I finally decided, I was like, hey, man, um, I would like a bigger piece of the pie and just become a partner with you rather than being an employee. And then I think the selfishness and the ego kicked in. Um, and then he di- that didn't happen. So that kind of like motivated me to, I was like, you know what? I'm doing all this type of work for you. Might as well establish my own businesses and go back to uh, Chicago where I'm, where I'm based at and to be actually mm-hmm. surrounded with the people that I love and that truly support me. Because out there, I no offense to, to, to the people that I met up there, but it was just like, it wasn't for me. It wasn't the right fit. The type of people that are out there, I feel like, they're a little bit more superficial and they're, they're all faking it to make it. And I didn't really like that. I mean, at first I got, 
you know, I got swayed. I got influenced a little bit because, come on, you, you see them every day. You know, I'll be rocking with them with their Lambos and whatnot, showing and fronting, you know, this beautiful watches and lifestyle. But at the end, they're actually in debt and somewhat losing money and whatnot. And I was like, man, this isn't for me. I feel like I'm losing my morals and it's just all about fame and money now. And I didn't really like that. So I'm back here in Chicago and basically just started my own. I started my own um, kind of like a freelancing uh, opportunity consulting with multiple different businesses, local businesses to the point I can help them lead, uh, gain uh, leads for their businesses and grow their brand throughout social media and basically main focus on Instagram. And I think that's where I found most of my success from. Once I first, my first uh, six figures from there, I invested. Uh, I got into a restaurant. I bought my first restaurant uh, four years ago called Talia Spice. And then um, from then on, it was just like an, an investment from an investment from another to another because the, the passive income just keeps coming in. I just keep investing in different um, um, companies pretty much. I first consulting with them. Then I got into a like, bunch of investments. That's why I own multiple different businesses now. Nice. And what, what piece of advice would, would you share out? Because that, that right there, that, that life lesson that you learned, that, that, was, that was very impactful. But if, if someone was in your position, what would you share to them? Or what, what piece of insight based on your journey so far would you share? I think it's all about knowing your worth and knowing what you're really good at. I mean, at the end of the day, people can talk all they want, but if they don't bring results, it, that shit doesn't matter. You know, every now, every everybody nowadays is a fucking expert and a guru, and that's why <laughs> you know you look at social media, Instagram itself, and Facebook. You look at everyone's a fucking expert, but it, what will set you apart is actually having the the credibility behind it. Because all these people are talking about business and being a business leader and business development, but all the business that they created is selling the fake dream and lifestyle to the people. You know, there's nothing wrong with that because they got successful from that. They're making six, seven figures now. Cool. It's cool. But at the same time, for me, I feel like they faked it before they actually made it. it, it it's it's, it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword in some sort of way. But for me, I feel like that I don't have – I have more respect for the people that actually went through the failures, that actually has the experiences in different businesses, brick-and-mortar businesses, not just digital you know, because everybody can say, oh, I'm a CEO of this, this company. Yeah, you created that. And you're the only employee in that. Sure, you're the CEO. Right? That sounds cool, right? It makes yeah. Uh, yeah. all this millennials, um, you know, 18, 19 year old. Okay. Yeah, I do Amazon FBA. Oh, I do e-commerce and Shopify. Oh, yeah, I do Forex and all that stuff. You know, I, I, it's good. I understand the content behind it. I understand the marketing behind it. But I think it's really good. It's even better if you're really honest with yourself and transparent. Authenticity is the name of the game nowadays, right? So I share, me personally, I found most of my success from being very transparent with everything that I do. So whether I show my failures, I talk about my failures, my struggles, my mistakes, you know, not hitting my quarterly goals, uh, my fitness goals per se. Sometimes when I have trouble with my relationships, I talk about this, like, it, being a personal brand is a, is very impactful at the same time, but I think it, it's important to show your audience who you really really are, not just a person that's showing up your Lambos and your fancy watches and your travel yeah. lifestyle, right? I mean, right, I do right. that, I, I do that too, but it, it's at the same time that's just part of it. That's not the main aspect of things. 
um, for people to understand, for the audience, whoever it is that's listening to your uh, podcast and to this podcast that we have, is that I would like them to to make sure that they're following the right people and make sure that they do their due diligence who these people are. Because nowadays, I, I see people getting scammed from left to right by just buying their courses, and the courses are basically bullshit. Doesn't bring you any type of value. So don't don't waste any more time into that. If anything, you know. One one person for sure that I can that I can put my name into it and like really give the props to is Gary V. That's one of the main hustlers and the name of the game right now that I really get inspired to. Not because of the I would like to say the businesses and success that he created. It's just the impact and and the value that he provides every single day. Every single day he provides like ten to twenty different content, you know, all over the place from Facebook, from Instagram, from Twitter from YouTube and this content is just like free lessons and, and people pay thousands and thousands of dollars for, for this type of um, value that he's providing. So if you're going to follow somebody else um, and looking for an inspiration and actual practitioner that, uh, you know, in the entrepreneurship game, I'll recommend following and just checking out Gary V. Like you will never get tired of it. For me, like I watch him minimum probably 10 minutes to 30 minutes a day of, uh, of of its content because it's just he provides so much energy and just value to you you know and I can just like amplify that and create it on my own yeah he's truly living like his purpose like <laughs> like he literally like he wakes up eats sleeps what he does like he loves you could tell you could feel the energy that he loves and he has a passion for what he's doing and he would he would probably do it without getting paid I mean that's that's why he's producing so much free content is because he just loves to do it. Right, right. I mean, like, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm probably in a super micro scale, like, compared to him. Like, I have nothing to compare to him at all. But at the same time, I aspire to become, to have such wide audience like him to inspire people. For me, if I see, or if somebody come up to me, like yesterday, you know, I was running a farmer's market. Farmer's market is uh, one of my um, restaurants uh, here in um, Chicago called Simply Tell. At Farmer's Market, you need to be qualified for become like non-GMO or organic food. And I'm like one of the very few restaurants here in downtown Chicago that got qualified for it. So basically, uh, I run that. I truly enjoy that, bro. Like uh, to be actually out there selling the food, um, delicious, healthy food to the people and then putting smiles on their faces and to see them every single week to coming back there because they enjoy the food so much that that just gives me such a sense of accomplishment and, and joy within me and networking. Cause the people that are, that are living within that area are, are, are pretty, I would like to say high class and they're either lawyers or judges or um, I don't know, like uh, works in a corporate job that office job that get paid pretty good or pretty well off, I guess. And to have that networking and just like, to talk to them, have communication, develop relationship. It's just a wonderful thing to me. But I was getting at yesterday when I was there, um, there's this person that came up to me. It's like, yo, Fritz Lifestyle. I was like, wait, who is this? He looks familiar, <laughs> you know? And then that, and it was like, yo, I, I, I've seen you in um, um, Instagram back in NIU days, man, in college. I was like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, it was just like another person that was just so excited. He took a picture. And then it's like, hey, man, can I take a picture with you real quick? I know you're busy right now because there's like people in line. So I was like, no, man, uh, I'll take the time to speak with you in a quick minute or two, you know. So took time, put him to the side. It's like, yeah, can I take a picture? Took a picture, pow, 
and then posted it. He just posted it yesterday. I actually is happy about that. But um, yeah, little things like that, like for people to to be inspired and motivated for what you do, that that gives me such joy and such energy, positive energy that I just want to keep going and reach another level of success. Right. Same thing with a gym, because like you know, fitness and entrepreneurship, those two are kind of like my life. Um, they're basically go hand in hand. The discipline and the commitment and pretty much the dedication that I put into my body and my mindset, it, it can be transferred throughout my businesses, right? And, and they go hand in hand, and it's a beautiful thing. So for people that I really respect, um, that are very successful, I consider very successful if you really are in shape and you're doing good in business. Those two are like the most important things to me. That's powerful. And now if someone wanted to connect with you, what is the best way to connect with you? Well, it all depends. I mean, I think when people want to follow me and um, and check me out in my lifestyle, just they can just follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active at, at Fritz Lifestyle. And then um, it's the same thing for all throughout my social media channel. I created this uh, series um, in YouTube. And then you guys can just search that as well at Fritz Lifestyle or my full name, Fritz Cole Cole. And then if people want to talk really in depth in business in terms of investments or partnerships or collaborations or consulting and whatnot, um, you guys can check me out on LinkedIn. Same thing at Fritz Lifestyle. But that's pretty much it, man. All the social media handles, they're all at Fritz Lifestyle. Perfect, perfect. And I, I appreciate your time. You shared a lot of value. And I, I appreciate you very, very much. Thank you so much, Matt. No problem. Right, have a good one. All right, bye-bye. You too. Take care.